90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, you guys. How are you? Uh, oh, how I've missed you, ladies. I'm oh, back. We missed you. Adam is back, everyone. I missed two episodes. Ugh. Yeah. Little Adam. Uh, uh, so there was some distraught followers, distraught fans of Adam. Uh, that is the best compliment I've ever received in my entire life. They were really, and it was funny because Sharon and I even said after we did the show, and like, and you know this because what, like Sharon and I did the show on our own for like what five or six years before Adam came along. Yeah, and yeah. it was funny because like, so we're used to being with each other, but like when you weren't there, it was really weird. Like, what do we do? Was, <laughs> How do we talk to each other? Yeah, I am the glue that holds you two together. You are the glue. And yep. Ginger Bear wanted to pass along a message. Um, he actually left a crying emoji the first week you were gone. So Uh-oh. Ginger Bear is a very happy uh, person to have us back. And by the way, um, I'll let Sharon explain what's happening on the show. But at the end of the show, I have a special message for the two of you. So we'll start oh my listener goodness. mail. So we'll get to it at the end. Okay, cool. <gasps> Oh, my gosh. Well, for today, we've got uh, quite a bit to tackle because there's an artist that uh, hasn't released a full album in a dozen years. So we're going to talk about the new album that we're going to get. To, <laughs> that's a pretty big chunk of time for a full album, so we'll do that. We're also wow. going to do some quick math to show uh, just how shrewd a business person Cher is. Mm-hmm. And the forecast for the sequel to one of the action-packed movies of our favorite decade is good, but not great. <laughs> uh, uh, and you know what? We're going to see Jerry Horner's name on a new series in the new year so i figure we should probably start there i mean we are going to get to kelly's trivia and mm-hmm. we do have a 90s rewind that we'll wrap things up with a little bit later on but it's nice to uh it's fun when we get to talk about the spice girls because we get excited about that you know whether it's like a a spice girls tour or you know whether it's uh maybe it's them doing something on their own which is nice it's just kind of cool that we get to talk about them so what's happening now is that jerry horner who we know probably better within the Spice Fold as Ginja. <laughs> I got a question. What was Jerry's yes. last name before Halliwell. she married? Hello. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So now Mrs. Uh, Racetrack is uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry Horner, happily married, uh, is uh, set to release a new series of children's adventure books. How well, cool is that? I think yeah. it's going to be amazing because she has such a fun character in in life and so i can only imagine that that will translate well to her uh literary career agreed and you know what it's uh i think it was the late 2000s the first part of the 2000s where she had uh written another collection of stories but uh so this is not her first time as a writer but it's interesting that um that her her talent and her creativity has been distra- described as uh, an extraordinary imagination. Do you think it's really her that writes the stories, though? I do, because why are they going to waste time saying she has an extraordinary imagination if, you know, because they would have to credit a ghostwriter or mm-hmm. a collaborator. But Well, if the story's better and it sells the idea that Jerry's such a great <laughs> writer... Well, I think then, it's good for everybody. We have to question every single thing we've ever been told in our lives. I think we do. That's my point. <laughs> We're so this happy is not he's that back, show. everyone. We're so happy. <laughs> this, he's back. this is a show where everything is true, Adam. Okay, okay. and the nineties okay. are real. <laughs> okay, I've only uh, seen half of it. I can't. I can't testify to that. 
I'll have well, to trust you. Yeah. <laughs> and we're here to tell you that none of it was a lie. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the fun thing about uh, this new series of books is that uh, it's the character is Rosie Frost. Uh, sorry, I'm not giving it complete. It's Rosie Frost, Frost <laughs> and the Falcon Queen. Oh, there we go. I love it. How about that? Uh, the story follows an orphan called Rosie Frost who gets sent to a mystery island, which is home to both extraordinary teens and endangered species. <laughs> <laughs> which sometimes, depending on the group of teens you're dealing with, seem like species. Yeah. So <laughs> they describe the character of Rosie Frost as the big hearted hero we all need. Which is kind of funny when you think of, like, we talk about Spice Girls tours and those reunion mm-hmm. vibes, that people get excited, that people think, like, that's that's what we need right now, something happy. So it's neat that they can align those two thoughts with uh, Jerry herself. She described uh, the character of Rosie Frost as having lived in her heart for a long time, and this just feels like the right moment to introduce her to the world. Pretty cool. That sounds exactly what like what a ghostwriter would write. She's the legit. (laughs) (laughs) But she's no Flancy McConnell. No, she's not. (laughs) God, I forgot about Flancy. Wow. That's it. Flancy wears her velour tracksuit with her elastic waistband up to her ribs. So that she has extra room (laughs) to eat at buffets. She just has to reach (laughs) for her pocket right there. I'll just get my keys to right there. Yeah. Under my sternum. (laughs) (laughs) So she's also hoping to inspire young readers across the globe with Rosie Frost and the Falcon Queen. And here's the good news, bad news. Good news, it's happening. Bad news, we'll have to wait a year. (laughs) So next fall. Yeah. Okay. Fall of 2023. So certainly something to look forward to. I guess that'll be released around the same time as Jada Pinkett Smith's memoir. So you can buy both. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They probably, they were fighting over the same title. Exactly. The Falcon Queen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. You know what's funny? It's when you said Uh, Falcon Queen, I was like, is that Madonna's nickname? Like, that sounds like that could be a Madonna nickname. It could be. Yeah. She's fierce. I don't know what's going on with Madonna. She's frightening me lately. And I'm a diehard Madonna fan. Is it the grills? The grills that are It's the grills. It's the gap and the grills. It's the cheek structure. There's been something done there. And her lips. The lips. (laughs) Did you did you talk about the TikTok she did? I think was it a week or two weeks ago? Did we? I think we did talk about that in a sort of she has um, in my head. She's like, uh, if I don't make this throw, I'm gay. And Oh no, we did like we talked about that? I don't remember that. And then she 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 has that piece of laundry in her in her hands, and so if she doesn't make if he, if she doesn't throw the laundry in the in, in the in the in the basket, she's gay, and of course she misses, <laughs> and it's just uh, uh, a I, I know I talked Madonna about it. Saying, Maybe oh, it wasn't well. with you guys. And if if it if it wasn't written at Madonna that proved it was a Madonna video. I would have never guessed it was Madonna. I could not recognize. Do you think her. that she uh, missed it on purpose? Well, I think that was the whole thing. And then the she whole, threw it the on whole the other internet the went, is Madonna officially coming out? I don't know. Well, Sounds she's, like uh, it. she skirted the line for years, right? Like, is she, is she not? Does she, does she, uh, does she shop down both aisles? You know what I mean? Like, it's. Wow. It's now, we're, now it's that kind of show. Yeah. So you, you, you go watch the video on Shopping TikTok. Shopping down both aisles. Yeah. <laughs> skirting, skirting is a maneuver in the lesbian world where, no, just kidding. <laughs> I've been skirted. Uh, so I guess we'll have to wait and see what, uh, what Madonna will tell us of her life in her yeah. next. Well, post. the, uh, the, the bio 
is coming out, right? The biopic. When's that? I don't know. She's working on it. Yeah. Wow. And she's, I think she's, we've been uh, talking about that for years. I think she's yeah. directing it, though. Like, I think she's directing it. So, well, that'd be cool. Because when she's working in that milieu, she's on. Oh, you know who it is? It's what's her face? The chick from Ozark is supposed to play her. The yeah, Emmy Award. I think she's an Emmy Award winning actress. Uh, the one who played, like, did you watch Ozark? Anna Delvey? No. Not the Anna Delvey. Who's one. The- oh, it, but it's the one who also played, um, oh, that Russian girl or that whatever. Yeah, that's it. What's Anna her name? Delvey. No. Re- Inventing Anna. Julia Garner. Inventing Julia Anna. Garner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anna Delvey. Oh, is that the name of the character, Sharon? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know You that. guys didn't watch that yet? No. Oh, I man, tried watching it and I, I hated it. I well, hated the first episode. She's, she's dislikable, that's for sure. <laughs> but she's very quotable at the same time where she'll look you up and down and go, you look poor. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not sure if it's an actual insult or a possible compliment, but then you realize it's an insult. But you feel good about it. It's weird. Yeah. But she was really good in that in that role. I'm pretty sure yeah. she's either been cast or almost to be cast as Madonna. Wow. I think she has been cast. I think she we, has We've been. talked about this. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. That'll well, we'll be, look forward uh, to that. That'll be great. By the way, we haven't discussed this yet. Not that we need to, but I just will quickly bring this up. Both Sharon and Adam know that um, I recently had dental surgery. And so... Uh, I had a gum graft, and I have not had to, like, do too many facial maneuvers over the last three days, but you guys are making me laugh so much. Pain. Pain sears across every (laughs) time. Hey, you know what? I uh, Let's take us back a couple of years to the great fall of the fall of 2019. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember being in quite a bit of pain. Oh, I remember. When I laughed, because my ribs felt like they were broken. They were just severely bruised, but it hurt to laugh, which made Kelly laugh. (laughs) And look, it, it usually goes that too. way. Yeah. Now so I'm, getting I'm not sure how bad I feel about it, Kill. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you just quickly revisit, tell everyone how you fell? Because it was an epic story on the fall, so. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, fun fact that I'm still dealing with the effects of that fall three Are years you? later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got shoulder issues. I got a lower back situation. Super fun. Because the body is an interesting thing, right? The body heals itself and, and you know, tries to repair, you know, wounds. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do a good job. It does a temporary job. And then the temporary job, if you don't actually fix it, will lock in and yeah. create problems down the road. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Despite my best efforts, I thought I was doing okay. Anyways, uh, so running out of the house because I wanted to put the recycle in the recycle bin and the truck had passed our house. So I'm like, I'm just going to run across the street to my neighbors. Totally fine with it. And another neighbor said, you can put that in ours. I'm like, it's okay. I'm going to... And I hit my foot <laughs> on that, like the water valve in the grass. So hit it. And went uh, flying. Uh, I was airborne, kind of did a dive roll, I think. I don't know exactly, <laughs> but I flipped on the ground and ended up staring at the sky going, what the bleep just happened? My neighbor came up and said, that was spectacular. <laughs> I'm like, but I got to get it over there. <laughs> Anyways, she ended up grabbing all the stuff that was now everywhere and put it in the bin. Thankfully. So but, generous of her. Wasn't it oh in my the, God. Was it in the fall or spring, Sharon? Wasn't it in the fall? No, it was the fall. It was Great the fall. fall of the fall of 2019. Catch your title. And it was fun because I felt like I was super adrenalized after. I'm like, I don't feel anything. This feels fine. And then I sneezed shortly <laughs> after uh, and my rib popped. Like uh, you heard you heard this. Uh, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so days and days of sort of immobility 
came by that evening mm-hmm. and I had to go for an x-ray and the, <laughs> and the, the x-ray tech was like, get up on the table. I'm like, all right, we'll see how this goes because I don't know how it's going to go. And I had to like labor on the table, then let it was awful. Mm. And, and nothing then for was, weeks nothing after, was broken. For weeks after the, the, the move from lying to sitting, there's that one point of disaster pain, right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you have to figure out how to, you know, maneuver yourself to go from that to like, okay, here we go. Yeah. And I'm like, this is an indicate. This is what happens to old people. And no offense to senior citizens. I just mm-hmm. had this moment of like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm not old. Old people Yet. fall. You know? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I'm fine now, you guys. Great. <laughs> I, I think I'm, you know, for the experience, I'm stronger in my trivia skills. That's exactly. Ah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go. Let's test it out. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. So, Adam, there's a funny little story to this. So the two weeks that you were away, I kept meaning to... to like before you produced the show, I kept meaning to send you a message saying, hey, trivia is at like seven minutes into the show so that you could put the sound effect. So the first week, Sharon and I had a whole discussion about how you were probably putting the sound effect as we spoke and like it was underneath us right now when in fact I never told you. So it wasn't. Yeah. So there was like this whole discussion <laughs> and then silence anyways. And then on the second week, we then discussed how I was supposed to tell you and there was silence and then we're like, there'll probably be silence again unless I tell him and then I didn't tell you either. That's funny. Because when I was looking at the wave files that you sent me, I didn't see like a specific dead air. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, maybe they didn't do trivia. Maybe I was in such a rush and it's such a rush that I couldn't listen to the entire show. Mm -hmm. We needed you. That's what I I would hear. I listened to a few parts just to make sure everything was okay. So I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah. So there was a whole epic discussion about how I'm like, Adam's probably putting it in right now as we speak and like all this stuff. So it's very good. We need to be better for the team, Adam. We We need to be better for the team. Um, (laughs) So here we are. Um, This is under Hobbies, Toys, and Games. Okay. Which number one card game was taken over by Mattel in 1992? And for our listeners, Adam was minus two years old at that point. I'm not sure I understood the question. Yeah. Which number one card game was taken over by Mattel in 1992? So Mattel's the toy company, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I I guess they... uh, Oh, yeah. They must have taken it over and made it into uh, like an official thing. Sharon. Yeah. Uno. You're right. Oh, <gasps> nice. Yeah. I would have never got that. I'm nope. like, what other card game is there? Go Cards. fish. <laughs> 52 pickup. Okay. <laughs> what was this game? I'm not sure if it originated in the 90s, but I did play in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, in French, it's called Milborne. Oui. That was uh, actually in the 70s, I think. Okay. What's the what's the English name of that game? Is that game? Rummy, Sharon? I don't think there is one. Oh, no. Okay. It's no, called Milbon. You know, yeah. you had like a emergency vehicle, flat tires. Yeah. And you would like put a red light on somebody so they would stop yeah. um, putting points on the board. And then they would need to get a green light to start getting more points on the board. No, I'm Kelly's pretty sure never I played that, that in the 70s. Like I would have been okay. like 10 or yeah, 11. It might have been older. You're right. It was at my, grand's, my grandparents' place in the 90s. So there we go. Never heard I'm of your it. your grandmother. Is that it? <laughs> Adam, what was, what was your? Did you have a guess for this? Like, would you? Have I was had a, I, I was going for that game, and I couldn't figure out the English name. So oh, okay, got it. Sharon got it. Yeah. Um, 
so then this next one is under pop culture. Um, in which year did Starbucks begin serving Frappuccino blended beverages? Adam. Go, Adam. It's got to be the late 90s. I'll go for 98, 99. Incorrect. Ugh. Sharon? I'm going to go with 94. Ooh, no, <clears throat> 95. Damn it. Darn it. Huh. I thought and it would have been so later. Close. And Adam, we did a trivia question last week that I said that I was going to ask you. So we did this okay. already, but I wanted to see if you would have figured this out. Um, which 90s supermodel uh, reportedly confessed that she would not wake up for less than $10,000 a day? So which 90s supermodel said, I will not get out of bed unless I get paid $10,000 a day? Um, was it um, Tom Brady's girlfriend? Oh, Giselle. Giselle Bunchen? Was she born in the 90s? No, she, she wasn't. She was probably eight. 12 years old then, so no. Yeah. I don't know she if got I up know it. A little she would have got up for like like some, uh, I don't for know. For her she, allowance. For, like a juice. <laughs> like a juice. <laughs> I'm not uh, sure I know any model from the 90s. Naomi. We both thought it was Naomi Campbell. Oh, okay. But it, it was wasn't? not. It's but actually. I guessed a, right, didn't I? You did. Linda Evangelista, who was like a Canadian superstar model. Never yeah. heard of her. Okay. She's beautiful. She's beautiful, okay. yeah. Yeah. So Classic that's it. Look. Huh. That's enough of trivia. That's enough of that. Yeah. Well, get a load of this. Speaking of uh, superpowers, um, Cher, mm-hmm. as we know, has the staying power as an artist. Obviously, we've seen her thrive since the 60s. Um, and now her financial thriving will continue if... She gets the asking price for her Malibu home. Granted, financially, she is sound. Otherwise, this will just be a huge jackpot if she does get the asking (laughs) price for her home. Um, And the price tag is $85 million. Wow. Okay. Now, here's the deal. She paid just about $3 million for this place back in 1989. Uh, And it seems to be, uh, I guess, a seller's market. Yeah. Cher is hoping that. Uh, what we're talking about here is, uh, well, your standard manch. Yeah. You got your seven bedrooms. You got your meditation room. Your panic room. You know, for all the emotions. Um, <laughs> the, the, the indoor-outdoor gym. Tennis court. An infinity pool. Mm. An infinity pool, which just seems to go on forever. Good job, Sharon. Get it? Get it? Uh, and, of course, the uh, climate-controlled room for her. Wigs. Wigs. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, there's the incredible view of the Pacific Ocean, too. But, uh, you know, you got to get a climate-controlled room for Wait, your wigs. For the wigs or for the whole mansion? What's that? Do the wigs look at the ocean in oh, the yeah. climate-controlled <laughs> yeah, room? Or is that for just for the whole for the wigs, mansion? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I talked one. about the story on the air on the weekend, and I, I mentioned that I'm like, for that price, they should at least throw in a pool boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, no kidding. Now, let's say if we were, you know, to be able to um, turn back time (laughs) and we went back to 2009 when she tried to sell this home last, uh, we could have got a way better deal because in 2009, she was asking 45 million, which sounds when you compare it to 85 million as a no brainer. Let's buy it. Let's find 45 million (laughs) dollars. But I guess that much time, what is it, 13 years since 2009, that the home has has accrued $40 million. Sure it has. So we'll see. (laughs) But, you know, if you have an extra 85 mil 
hanging about yep. and you want a spectacular view for your room full of wigs. <laughs> well, and you know what's interesting? I don't know if you've noticed this. I think – I don't know if we, – we probably talk about it more on the pop station that I work for than maybe you guys do on Shome, but – like, you know, when we talk about, because I do a lot of celebrity real estate because I find it fascinating. So anytime there's a story about this, I usually, if it fits my realm of pop stars, I will, you know, I'll talk about it. And sure. even Cher kind of isn't on my my station, but everybody knows her. So I talked about it. But whereas before, like, if someone's like, you know, you'd see a, a thing, like, let's say um, Neil Patrick Harris selling his home for $3.5 million. Like, that was like a big deal. But yeah. now more and more, it's these it's these mansions that are like 50, 60, 70, 80 million. So when I see like a 3.1 million thing, like I saw that recently, I forget who it was. I'm like, oh, pff, it can't be that great. <laughs> well, yeah. It's so weird how they've messed with our marbles that like that seems yeah. like attainable. Yeah. $3.5 million. What? I don't have that. Yeah. We work in, radi- we work in radio and, and podcasting. You know what? <laughs> we live in Canada, right? And the, the most money we can win at the lottery, and we could win it, I guess... Uh, this week is seventy million dollars. Yeah, even, even with that, if I would win <laughs> yeah. the seventy million, I would never afford that mansion. I could never. It's like oh my wow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you could rent a hotel for the week. Yeah, <laughs> you could just not during F one festivities, Sharon. We probably couldn't <laughs> afford it then either. <laughs> uh, so if we were to go back to nineteen ninety six and think about the movie Twister, you guys see that movie? I did. Very exciting movie. At Did you that ever time. see it, Adam? I know you were young, but would you have seen it later? Look at my face. Do I look like somebody who's seen it? No, but you should. You should, Adam. You have good. to watch this movie. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in that movie. Oh, is that the thing with the um, the actual twisters, the tornadoes? Yeah, they were storm chasers. Oh, you know what? I might have seen. I might have seen it. My favorite and scene it, is the CGI cows blowing in the wind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at them go! Yeah. <laughs> who produced that movie? Was it like Universal or something? I it feel like a, I went to a um, a theme park or there was a twist. Oh, I think you're right. There I was. Think, yeah. Yep. At Disney. And outside okay, so the I, entrance to the to the ride or the experience at Disney was a cow. Was there? That's yep. amazing. <laughs> no. Not a real cow, obviously, but maybe the one that they threw through the air. Because <laughs> I remember like, you know, in 96, like at the time, like that CGI was like, oh my God, it looks so real. Now you look at it, you start laughing because it's so yeah. corny. Like it's ridiculous. It's like dream sequences in movies from the 70s when the screen went blah, 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 yeah. blah. like, oh my gosh. Wow. Technology. And, uh, it, was at, it was at Universal Studios in Florida in Orlando. Yeah. That's so it, I've, not I've Disney, been on the ride. So yeah, I've seen part of the movies or some of the movie. Yeah. It's, it was, it's worth it, watching. Oh my God. It's Adam. It's such a great, it's like a fun like if you ever have like the cold, like a cold, and you have to stay home from work for two days, like watch nineties yeah. movies. Like it's you know what I have seen it. That it's in that movie that I learned how they classify like twisters. Oh, the like, F one and F one. Yeah, I okay. So I've learned that in that movie. I have seen it. Well, Very funny good. that you would use the word twisters because they're working on a sequel, and that would be the name of the sequel. Twisters oh. plural. Twisters. Oh, I see what you did. there. I like that. I like it too because it's sort of there's no indication that. Uh, that the title refers to present-day conditions with, uh, you know, climate change and stuff like that, but I can't imagine they wouldn't address that Mm -hmm. because twisters are, you know, weird weather systems are weird, are uh, not weird. Yes, they're weird. Weird are weird, (laughs) but uh, they're more common, right, with uh, uh, climate change and stuff like that. But as far as hard and fast details with the movie being or coming to light, there's not many of those hard and fast, locked in place sort of things. Now, when you think of the original, you think of Helen Hunt, you think of uh, Carrie Elways and Philip Seymour Hoffman and uh, Bill Paxton. Mm -hmm. 
both of whom Bill, Bill Paxton died also, right? And yep. Philip Seymour Hoffman, they are resting in peace, so they won't be a part of the movie. Uh, and they're hoping that Helen Hunt will be, but there's nothing confirmed there either. So I, from what we've read, it seems that the only thing they have in place is the title for the yeah. sequel. <laughs> when maybe, you know, maybe there's leftover posters from the first movie and they just have to write the letter S on it. Yeah. Twister. Yeah. <laughs> We'll I see. hope Helen Hunt would come back because I, I don't really see her in much these days. So it would be great to have her back. No, the last thing I saw her in was the uh, Mad About You reboot. Oh, right. Which. Did it even last a season? I think it did. It was so unsettling at one point. Will you watch it or can I tell you? You can tell me. Yeah, I know. Um, they have uh, like they separate. Really? Yeah. And it's. It's real in a way that's awkward to watch. Okay, so like yeah. it's TV. Yeah, so yeah. you want everybody to be happy, even when they, you know, have trouble or conflict or whatever, you want it to end well. And it got really real. Oh. And it was and it was like I, I wanted to watch the show because I wanted a happy ending. I want something good to watch. And it wasn't. I mean it was the acting's great, they're great. Yeah. But it got really real. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I completely, first of all, I completely forgot there was a reboot. And then I was like, oh, yeah, what happened to that thing? Yeah. So, and you know what? You're optimistic because seeing all these familiar faces yeah. from the old, the original show. And, yeah. uh, and it, yeah, it was, and, it, and especially like I know, like, you know, we're on the other side of things as hopefully as things are moving along. But like during pandemic, like I was watching a lot of stuff that used to make me happy. Exactly. <laughs> to be happy while all the crazy yeah. was going on. And so, uh, I don't like that's why I'm happy the Connors are back and I'm happy they're doing their thing and like I mean I'm I'm sad that Roseanne screwed her own situation because it would have been cool to have yeah. her still as part of the show but thankfully all my other favorite characters are there so and like you said oh Lori Metcalf is amazeballs so she's so good oh my god she really like yeah. commits to it like yeah. whatever she's asked to do it's like full blown she goes for it yeah so exactly mm. that's Lori Metcalf man she's a star so um. So leaving uh, Twisters mm-hmm. behind us, uh, it's Sade that's working on new music for the mm-hmm. first full album that'll come our way in 12 years. Bananas. She has recorded other music. There's been soundtrack songs and stuff like that. But for uh, a full album experience, it's been 12 years. That's 2010. Bananas. Soldier that's of nuts. Love. Crazy. Mm. So she's been working at a studio in uh, France, and the producer said that, quote, you could feel the love that she and the band had for this place. So it's like a return to that and a return to getting this experience happening. What I don't remember is the date, so I apologize for that. I'm not remembering it either. I will say, though, that she, like, releases albums, like, every 10 years. I think this is the second time she's done this. Wow. And that speaks to how amazing you are that you can go away for 10 years. And, and just do your thing and live your life and then come back when you want to. Yeah, and come no back to and retire. your fans are losing their minds, right? Like, that she's, that they're coming back. Yes. And you know who's probably losing their mind, like, the most? Drake. Who's that? Why? Drake is a huge fan of Chardet. Mm, really? He, he has a tattoo of her. Wow. I did not know that. Mm, huge fan. Huge fan of Chardet. So, in retrospect, you know, Chardet's been around for a long time uh, and... The pronunciation of her name to those of us in North America has always been like an invisible R in the middle of her name, yeah. Chardet. Yeah. 
Do you think in retrospect that it's because it's been given to us in a British accent as Sade? Maybe. Well, I've always And we've said added it. the R? Maybe. I've never said it with the R. Oh, I have said it Sade. Yeah. That's how I've always said it. Have we relied on the ignorant to determine how we pronounce her name? Maybe. Ah, oh, and it's only hit me now. <laughs> right like, this very Wait instant. a minute. There's no <laughs> R in her name. I'm not British. Maybe that's why I've said it exactly. that way. But I, oh, well. I remember when I was like little, because that's when I first knew of her, I thought her name was Sade. Of course. Well, I've heard that on the radio. People said that on the was radio. Embarrassing. Oh my God. Yeah, that was really embarrassing. I've all we, you know, we know about uh, in excess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard here's a um, new sensation by Inks. Oh on, man, yeah, I've heard it all. I keep hearing, I keep hearing Adam Levine, Adam Levine, oh, Adam Levine. No. Everywhere. Is that uh, our French on the uh, Franco side, or? Yeah, the French people don't do Check? their homework sometimes. Okay. And they I probably don't want to ask. That's another yeah. big thing. You know People's egos is, get in is, the way. Is, and Sharon, have you had this? But I've had a, some of our French colleagues amazingly come in and ask me to pronounce, at least on two well, or three occasions. That's good. As they should. Yeah. Yeah, because right. I, I remember them, and they're like, uh, like, est-ce que je te dérange? And I'm like, no, like, it's all good. And they came flying in, and they're like, I, uh, how do you say this? And then I, you know, would tell them. I think one of them was, one of them was Tovlo, I think. Yep. And I can't remember the other the other two, but I remember being like, I told him, I'm like, that's really cool of you that you would mm-hmm. come in. And even there's, like, cause especially on my pop station, I, I think you're probably safe, Sharon, on, on rock, but there's a lot of crazy names that come our way. Yeah. And, like, I, I go and I go to YouTube and I try to find an interview with them for somebody to say their name. Yeah. Yeah, because, same. That's what I do. Yeah. Because Just you lose some it. credibility. Oh, you, yeah. you sound silly. Yep. And, and it's, it's funny, I ca- I've heard, so Adam, you had good ones. You ready for this? And I, I think I've told Sharon this before. Uh, I used to work with someone who called her, and she'd been around for a while, by the way, Beyonce. Oh, no, 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 oh. no. Come on now. Oh. If there's one name not to screw oh. up, it's that one. <laughs> it's B. Yeah. Queen B. Queen B. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Okay, you guys ready for this? Ready. We're going to do a 90s rewind that'll go back to 1992. Oh, yeah. 30 years ago. Wow. And then going even further ago than that, when you think of KWS and their remake or redo of a 70s hit called Please Don't Go. Remember? That was a good one. I'm not sure I've heard that one. It was a roller rink ballad by Casey and the Sunshine Band, but KWS made it uh, a, a banger. Okay. A banger. A banger. Baby, please don't go. And then how about Baby, Baby, Baby with TLC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I've Kelly's heard. Doing, Kelly's doing a little dance. Don't little smile too much, shake. Kelly. You don't want to hurt your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of mouths, we were talking about Madonna and her grills. Erotica. Oh, yeah. Mm. Was uh, pretty happening around this time in 1992. And a little bit of humping and jumping going on. Bobby Brown's <laughs> humping around. Coming out of erotic into humping around, a little less subtle. Uh, and jump around with House of Pain. Another yeah. couple of bangers from 1992. And Easily the biggest song of that year that we were enjoying around this time, 30 years ago, from Boys to Men, End of the Road. Oh. Uh, who couldn't put their fifth part harmony on that? I thought you were going to say who couldn't put their fist through the door on that one. I, was like, <laughs> I just love it so much. 
<laughs> That's your 90s rewind. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, awesome, so, you guys. as promised, a couple oh. of uh, listener emails. Um, so, yes. first of all, so there was lots of concern on our YouTube channel about Adam's um, absence from the show. Yeah. And so, there was uh, some messages about that. And then they morphed into how much um, people love the show. And, nice. and and which is so you know humbling to us like we really appreciate that and and I and actually I want Sharon and Adam to go and read the the the, the comments specifically because uh, somebody said I know we'll probably never meet but I just want to know that you guys to know that listening to you every week feels like I'm catching up with good friends ah so I that thought, is nice. really sweet that was very sweet and uh, and you. yeah just some amazing comments you know, as per usual from Rachel and Carolyn and so we just appreciate and like Shane Rachel. and Shane by the way Adam you missed this too Sharon had Shadow with her last week as our co-host <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and um, so Shane thought that was very cute Kentucky Shane and he asked if I would bring my two huskies as a to, to join in at some point <laughs> yeah. and I Uh-oh. said they would destroy my studio so we will not be having them but they appreciate <laughs> the invitation what's so. this wire yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they won't make an appearance but i just i so on just on behalf of the team like everyone who's listening or watching us right now like thank you so much for these comments because it you know we do this every week and we don't you know you, we don't know who who all is watching and so it, we appreciate yeah. very much the support uh for all the work that we try to put in and, and do the show so thank you thank you thank thanks you for all. listening guys yeah. yeah and two musical things for you to check out this week um Sam Smith released a remix with Disclosure for Unholy. Sharon, you need to check that. Adam, did you I hear it already? I love that song. Have you heard uh, it? Not the remix, but I love that song. Sharon, okay. if you need a workout cool. song, this is it. Yeah. And I'm then lastly, I, f- I listened to this on my house music show that I listened to. And uh, there's a, uh, a DJ producer called Ezel, E-Z-E-L, mm-hmm. featuring Rona Ray. That's the vocalist. So R-O-N-A and then the word Ray. Mm-hmm. The song is uh, called... Uh, I don't know yet or don't know yet. Please listen to this song. All right. Make your day. It's a great, great house track. You're going to need to send me a messenger about it. I will. So I don't forget. But Adam, you have to listen to Disclosure Remix of Unholy. It's bananas. What's it called again? Don't know yet. Don't know yet by Azelle and Rona Ray. And then uh, the Sam Smith and uh, Kim Petras song with Disclosure Unholy. Oh, is Kim Petras on Unholy? Yeah. She, I did not know she she's was on the other okay, vocalist. Cool. Yep. Cool. Still haven't gone over her song. Oh, what was it called? Um, she talks about her. Um, <laughs> she talks about her. Um, oh, her coconuts. Oh. <laughs> That's the title of the that song. That sounds like a good way to end our show. Coconuts. <laughs> Thank you for bringing up your coconuts. <laughs> and for those watching us on YouTube, you could see me do the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, you could see me looking at my coconuts. Adam's having a dream. <laughs> well, yeah. for, uh, oh. for from our perspective, uh, Adam, we're super happy to have you back. Yes. I'm glad to be back. Yay! And uh, for everybody else, like Kelly said, we appreciate the feedback, the, uh, the communiques. We like that very much. And ultimately, we are super pleased to know that you're listening. So thank you very much for listening to 90s Now, Still Happening. <laughs>